sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Wow, I am so excited. Christmas, I didn't think we were going to get there this year, but we did it. And I actually have to honestly say that I had one of the best Christmas Eves and Christmases ever. We're filled with a lot of surprises. We'll go around the room and share. Maybe what we could do, Richard brought up something right before he was um, getting situated. He wanted to talk about everybody's because we have such an international group here today um, and they all have their own traditions. So why don't we go around the room and talk about those traditions and we'll start with Laura. Laura brought a guest. Laura, introduce your guest that you brought today. Hi, everyone. So with me today, I have Anesh. He was my roommate when I went to UCLA. He is now a PhD in civil engineering. And yeah, I actually spent Christmas with him this year, which was really nice because you had us over. And since we're stranded here and can't go home for the holidays, but it was still, it was amazing. Yeah, we, we did the whole quarantine thing. And I don't want anybody to think, you know, I'd like to break those rules. I said, bend them. Okay, but I don't break. So Laura's going to have to be here for about another nine more days. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> so anyway, let's do it. Laura, what are you, I, I did get to speak to you. And we had a wonderful um, uh, food experience because we're so blessed and graced to have Richard Ellsworth uh, in the house with us here today. So I'll pull out the menu somewhere. I, I've got it laying around here somewhere. So we'll talk about that. But what do you, what does your parents traditionally do? Uh, so you're explain it because your father's Italian, your mom's German. So take it away. So what we do, we usually alternate between years. We'll have one German slash Austrian year and then one Italian year, like tradition wise. So usually we'll have tortellini in, in the soup. Uh, when we do the Italian years. And then when we have the German years, we have a lot of potatoes, a lot of slow cooked meat. Um, it really depends. We alternate just so it keeps it balanced and everybody gets what they want. It's it's really fun when I was listening to you talk to your parents, you talk to your mom in German and you talk to your dad in um, Italian. And it's just, it's just strange you know, from being somebody, um, you know, in America and then having a set of parents and you talk to them in different languages. I mean, it's just bizarre. I understand now why you know so many different languages. You know five languages, right? Yes, I do. I do. Okay, so why don't we season greetings to everybody on the planet that listens now to Teen Sports Radio. And this is your first experience. Thank you. But Laura, why don't you go through all the languages that you know and wish everybody happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, okay. Um... Salve a tutti, buon anno, buon Natale, spero che le feste siano andate bene. Um, Fröhliche Weihnachten und schönes neues Jahr. Uh, buon Noel e buon Nouveau Année. Um, feliz Navidad e feliz Anno Nuevo. What am I... Oh, English. Happy Holidays. Esports <laughs> Radio to the world. Happy Holidays. Anish, why don't you say it in your language? Uh, I know three. So, okay. First, English. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, in Hindi, I'll say uh, uh, Christmas ki hardik shub kam nai. In Assamese, I'll say uh, Christmas or obhinandan uh, zanai sumoy. That's it. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, though. So, you speak two languages in, um, in your native country. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So how, many, how many languages are there in India? I'm just, I don't have any clue. Uh, Hindi is one language and then there are like region, a multiple of other languages because India is like a lot of cultures and stuff. So every, exactly. like it's said that every, this small, uh, if you go a hundred kilometers in any direction, the, the language changes. They have a thousands of dialects languages you have like one uh, hindi is like the most common one then we go then we have like 22 other languages that are protected then there are some regional dialects that are like uh, uh, like a difference like they uh, it's like a regional uh, system of their own of the 22 languages so there are like a, a many different languages in india so i know wow. three of them i can speak three of them but i can understand five of them <laughs> wow that's amazing okay and then the sport the the national sport like our baseball would be your cricket right uh it's hockey actually there it was hockey it, they said it was hockey but nowadays we know that it's uh, there's no national sport but initially uh, it was the hockey was the most popular sport and actually india won a lot of uh, medals in olympics in hockey even like there was a person called dhyan chand in of indian this thing he was so good at hockey that germany wanted to give him a citizenship to play for the german hockey team and but he okay, so this, is, this is ice hockey right no the the field hockey with the Field hockey, got it. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning all these new things. This is awesome. I have no idea. Oh, so did you play both? You play cricket and play hockey? Uh, no, I play cricket and some swimming. I do a little swimming. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, we we're so blessed. I've got to know you now over this last week, and um, you're welcome anytime. And uh, we'd love to have you. And um, thanks for being here. Uh, with us here in Santa Barbara. So nice. I always like to like, you know, it's my other PhD international exchange student, you know, that I helped cultivate. And uh, you want to talk about cards and like how you're grasping the game of hearts that we taught you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you a person here that you're amazed at, you know, how many, how, how, how well she plays it. No, I'm just asking. It's like, yeah, that's me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Christine Marie, like, excuse me, I know how to play that game. It's okay. Uh, we'll get the ego in check today. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Rodriguez, how was your Christmas? Um, actually, pretty, pretty good. I just keeping up, you know, my mother-in-law is just amazing, as always. Um, no matter, I, heart attack can't keep her down. She made all her tamales, her famous tamales uh, from Our Lady Guadalupe Church. Um, you know, but hers, hers alone. And, uh, what more can you ask for? You know, um, no, I could ask for a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, it, it, it's a good thing, you know, it just, you know, being able, I gotta, you know, also thank zoom for not charging and uh, letting people go over the minutes during these holidays, which makes a huge difference. Um, so, but yeah, that's wonderful. Awesome. So that's your your family meal then uh, Christmas Eve Christmas is the tamales and they are delicious and I have been blessed enough to get some so yeah <laughs> really yeah uh, the tamales and then you have the buñuelos which is a family mm -hmm. tradition on both sides so nice. it's uh, get lucky <laughs> nice 
All right. Well, Christine Marie, view from the deck, you look absolutely stunning today. How are you, my love? I'm here in red. I'm I'm um, with you from my new work. <laughs> um, just the schedule can't win. It will sort of surprise me, but um, I'm here and I'm happy and I'm so glad to be here. And thank you, Anthony, for saying Buñuelos. My family um, growing up, my, um, my aunt was from Mexico. And uh, she, every year she would bring buñuelos for Christmas. And it's one of my favorite Christmas memories. I used to bring home bags of them and eat them. I wish I could eat them now, but <laughs> I love them. Nice. Um, <clears throat> my favorite thing to say at this time of year is to have a, a wonder-filled, wishing you wonder-filled holy days. Because there are so many beautiful holy days during this time from so many different cultures all celebrating basically the the turning of the year and then even on this this side of the on this half of the hemisphere we're in you know midwinter on the other half of the hemisphere they're in midsummer so there's just they're all holy days everywhere so i just i'm wishing everyone the most lovely wonder-filled holy days nice okay here we go chef that how blessed are we to have a chef in the family Richard Ellsworth, talk to me. I mean, thank you for laying down the, the absolute most amazing, I don't know, multi-course meal. And uh, we just, I can't say enough good things about you. And thank you. Um, now, if you weren't with us because your plans got interrupted this year, what would you be doing at the house on Christmas Eve if you were with your family? Um, I would be doing uh, pretty much the, the same thing that we did, you know, having a having a nice, uh, you know, traditional type dinner. It would have been, you know, more more English um, in, in influence. Uh, I would have done most of the cooking because I, I always insist on that. I don't like anybody in the kitchen. Um, we used to make uh, my, my mother's side of the family has uh, has some Italian in it. We used to make these these Christmas cookies um that were absolutely fantastic and they had sort of like an anise sort of um you know licorice type flavor to them and they were always really big but they're very very dry and dense and flour filled so that there would always be a lot of jokes going around the table about you know needing a large glass of water or a cup of tea to to have with it and um you know there were always just a lot of a lot of uh, parties and events to go to which obviously it's different this year but i'm i'm so glad that uh that uh, we can all be together uh, remotely with with the technology that we have. Yeah, definitely. You know, we got really whacked, but God always provides. So, and, it, and I, I've got to say, it was been a very reflective time for me this last seven, eight months. And you really get to see things. If you didn't see them before, you see them now. Things get to be really crystal clear when you're forced to like have a timeout. So I always tell people, you know, and I and even Laura with Anish, you know, hasn't really been that bad. It's been a good year. Um, look at it, you know, not for a lot of people, but on in reflection, we, you have to wait a couple of years to look, be able to look back on this and say, hey, this was bad, but we got this out of it. There's always going to be something that that, you know, catapults out of it. So that's what I'm looking at. Um Anyways, let's take a little break and then I'm going to we're going to start off with Richard's Ellsworth after these messages. I don't know. He says he wants to start off with the topic since Ed Langlo is um, on a vacation this week. So we're looking forward to Richard Ellsworth after these messages.
and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We're back and we've got Richard Ellsworth. Richard, what are we going to talk about today? All right. Well, so I wanted to talk about mistletoe and um, its history and its uses and um, you know, mistletoe is, is very common uh, around around this time of year. And um, there, there was a tradition stemming from from England where you have the, the mistletoe hanging in a doorway or something and and two people walk through it and they have to kiss. Otherwise, they're going to get bad luck throughout the year. And that, that's a pretty common um, tradition that, that started among the, the servants in, in England. And um, it may have originated um, as far back as uh, as Saturnalia, the the Roman and Greek feast, but there's also evidence that it could have come from uh, you know Norse or, or Germanic uh, sort of uh, Viking type. Um, but but then there's there's also this this idea that that it could stem um, uh, from earlier Native American tribes even and and how how they used mistletoe. So mistletoe is is commonly also known as as a poison. So it would have, um, you know, berries and leaves. And if you were to steep them together and drink them as a tea, you would start vomiting. So in some cases, it was actually used to, to start vomiting. But the beautiful thing about mistletoe is that in very small amounts, it can treat a variety of, of different illnesses. So mistletoe can treat arthritis. It can treat heart problems. You can actually use it topically um, for, for arthritis and also certain skin conditions like eczema. Um, it's been shown to, to reduce tumor size and a lot of different types of cancers. Um, it's just absolutely a miraculous substance. And there's there's American mistletoe and then there's European mistletoe. So American mistletoe, from, from my research, you really should not use at all in any way, shape, or form except for decoration or to put in a doorway. Uh, but European mistletoe has all of those, those health benefits. Um, so also this time of year, we have holly and, and ivy. Um, holly also has, uh, you know, the, the bright red berries and, and bright red and in, in, in natural medicine is, is really good for, for the heart. Um, holly is, is very, very good for heart conditions. But again, if you drink too much of it or if you use too much of it, it, it is toxic and, and it is a poison. So um, with both of these things, you want to keep it to about um, 10 grams a day to, to get those, those added benefits. Nice. So is there some kind of folk story about kissing underneath the mistletoe or that's just some guy just wanted to try to swap a kiss with somebody and then it just took? What do you think? Well, I think because it started among the the, the servants um, in, in, in England, I mean, like I said, it could have started from other traditions, but I think that's probably the case. And I think it did come from from that idea of, of some some guy or some girl wanting to, to kiss someone else that, that they were interested in and you know, they, they created this myth and then it, and then it grew. And then once it spread to the nobility, it was all over, you know, then it spread all across the, the country and, and, and the world. Nice. I don't, is Dominique, are you with us or no? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. Christine Marie, any, any, uh, how many mistletoes have you been under? <laughs> I've been under several mistletoes, I suppose. Um, uh, it's funny, as you talked about the different stories, um, Doing being in Santa Barbara Revels, which um, went virtual this year, um, they're always um, talking about the different stories from the different cultures that are very similar. And I, um, I'll have to see if there's anything about mistletoe in any of the shows. Um, 
but yeah, um, let me think. Mistletoe. Well, what I want to talk about is um, today. So, miss, are there flowers on the mistletoe? Are they white? Mistletoe flowers? Or are there no flowers? Um, yes. White? Yes, there are, there are white flowers. that They appear for about uh, probably like two weeks. Okay, that's interesting. So I was thinking, how do I transition, right, from mistletoe to um, tarot? Um, and so the white flowers remind me of the stars, which I was going to bring the star card today, but I talked about that so recently um, with all of the different amazing star things that have been happening that um, what I really wanted to bring today was the, the, um, the hermit which we all, I think, are feeling a little bit hermity, um, and it's a sort of a enforced hermitage. <laughs> but the beauty of the hermit card, um, and, and in the card that that I have, um, is um, it's you know it has a person. Um, it's basically the hermit is going into the cave, and. At, you know, in winter, that is, it's sort of enforced in cold climates, we go into the cave. In warmer climates, we don't necessarily, because it, at least here in Santa Barbara, it's nice and warm and we can go out. So we don't really get that going inside. But I think we're all getting a sense of that going inside, or we have been, and it's still continuing. Um, so it's really to take that opportunity to go in and and recharge for ourselves, to connect in with what we believe is holy. I would say the high holy, right? And at this point in my life, I say the high holy and the holy earth. Those two things are so sacred. And the more that we connect in with that and fill our own batteries and fill ourselves with that light, um, then we can, you know, we can keep gathering it and keep gathering insights and connections and um, connections to to what is holy and what is for me, it's love. It's it's that light. Um, and then when we're ready to go out again, we'll all have so much light and holy love to share with each other when we're ready to move forward out into community again. So um, my recommendation, I invite you all to take this time of the hermit um, and to really connect in with yourself and recharge your batteries if you can. I know there's also, it can be a hard time for people where it feels lonely um, because everything's so different. Um, but we are always, I think the sun is always shining somewhere, right? <laughs> and we'll continue and, can, we'll, and we'll rise again tomorrow. And then the moon too is doing its cycles. So, you know, we'll, we, we can, we'll get through this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so beautiful to be reminded that we say holidays all the time, but we forget that it's holy day and that so many cultures around the world have used this time period as a time to be with, be with family, but also reflect and prepare for the new year. And I, I like to think about gardening. You know, you, you put seeds in the ground and then you have to wait and the, the seeds are in the dark. So that's kind of what this time period is for us. It's a, it's a nice time to set the seeds for the new year. Yeah. And, and, you know, I remember too, the 12 days of Christmas really start at Christmas. We're in the midst of them and they go through January 6th, which is, which is epiphany. And um, there was, I think in one training that I had, they said, talk, really look at your dreams during this time because they're very special. These 12 days of Christmas, they can represent even the 12 months of the coming year. So really, as we do go inside and do that hermiting and, and honoring those holy days and honoring our time together, or even just our time um, by ourselves, um, those those beautiful holy days um, can can bring gifts that we're not even sure. In fact, Three Kings Day, which is January sixth, is is supposed. I think in South American countries, 
oftentimes when was um, presents are given during that time on the, the sixth, not on Christmas, but on Three Kings Day. So actually, that's going to be my new tradition this year. All my Christmas presents are coming um, on the sixth. <laughs> so anybody who knows me out there, so sorry, didn't make it today or didn't make it over the weekend. It'll it'll be coming on the sixth. <laughs> that's awesome. You can blame Amazon. <laughs> blame COVID. <laughs> that's it. That's awesome. Our new tradition. Yeah, definitely. Well, we should just stretch it out over the whole 12 days. Richard? Um, growing up, we used to have this this tradition, and my, my mother would have me put straw underneath my bed for, for camels, and I'd wake up the next morning, and there would be uh, gifts there. And then this would be on, on Epiphany on, on Three Kings Day. It was almost oh, sort of like beautiful. the Easter thing, <laughs> funny or something, but it was, you know, leave, leave straw or hay for the, for the camels. Wow. It's like cookies for Santa, straw and hay for the camels. All right. <laughs> Laura, Nish, we've got to go to break, but um, did you have little traditions like that? Oh, yeah. I had tons, both for Christmas and the Epiphany. Like, um, name one. Um, like, like, one we did for Epiphany, you know, good kids get candy, bad kids get coal. And um, what our parents would do, they would blindfold us, give us a wooden spoon and then like hide pots with candy under it around the house. And we'd just crawl around like banging the spoon, trying to find it. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Really, really fun. <laughs> Anish, if you, do you have any cute little things? Uh, not, not exactly a tradition because like, yeah. I'm, like we don't like. Well, but I, I want to get you a, a pot filled with candy and I'm going to give you a wooden spoon, okay, after the show. We're going to start our own tradition, okay? <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he loves everything I do. Do you notice that? You like my food? You like my cooking, huh? I love them. Uh, but Richard's is better, I know, but you still like mine. <laughs> Fantastic. Them. Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salter, the cleaning team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okie dokie. I always like to do give a little love support for anybody who's never uh, joined us before. This community service hour, what we do do every, uh, all the commercials that you hear are in fact donated. We've done that for over a decade now. 24,000 minutes goes back. One of our favorite nonprofits in this town that has been through the fire, through the flood, and now through COVID um, is handled by one of our co-hosts here. Um, Anthony, your safety, you know, you're, you've got so many titles. I can't even, I'll, I'll crush it if I even try to say, but he's, first of all, he's a really personal friend um, of mine. I love his wife, Bianca, and everything that you do in the community, Anthony, is just needs to be acknowledged because a frontline worker such as yourself and all of the volunteers that have supported the food bank 
through this time with the amount of food that have been um, provided to this county, just it just needs to be talked about, along with every all the other frontline workers. And again, that's the teachers and the firemen and, of course, our um, police uh, officers. We all just need to take time. I can't. Anytime I go out there, Dominique and I went shopping the other day and I stopped in, uh, in front of a police officer. And I just we really just thank they need to be acknowledged. I look eye contact and just thank somebody very, very much. Your teachers. This is the time between now and the first of the year just to stop, take a moment, eye contact and just really appreciate the people around us. And I really Anthony, you're always there for me. And I just want to say that, and you know, I love you. OK, seriously. And I love you wife, but I want to thank the food bank in you. And if there's any extra money at all that comes anybody's way, the food bank is a great place to make a donation. Uh, make a donation. Yeah, thank you. you know, it, uh, definitely. Um, we do truly appreciate everybody's support and help because we can't do this alone. Um, you know, being able to distribute more than 15, 15 million pounds of food just from the March 9th. Um, and we're not even done with this year. It's been amazing. Um, you know, everybody's just moving full force. And uh, what makes everything worth it is when you see, the, you know, the community smile when they're getting their box of food, the seniors getting their box of food, you know, delivered to their homes. It's just, you know, there's not enough money that you can pay me that can, you know, make you make me feel as good as it does when you see somebody smile because you're, you're there. And so, you know, that's, a, you know, that's the feeling that you get when you're at the food bank. Um, you know, definitely all the volunteers. Oh, my God, you guys are a blessing. Um, you guys have done so much for this community. Um, and we're grateful for you every single day. Um, you know, all our, our donors, I mean, Ava goes right back to our community. Whatever you donate, it goes straight back into our community for our community. Um, so we're And shout great. out to our National Guard, too. Ooh, let me tell you, <laughs> National Guard, it's, they are a truly amazing because if we didn't have that National Guard, we wouldn't be able to do these deliveries. We wouldn't have been able um, to do the senior deliveries um, delivered to COVID, um, you know, community members that, that have COVID. Um, so they are truly a blessing. And we, I mean, every day that we, they come into work, um, you know, the first thing that we always say is how grateful we are to them uh, for, for all their support. Um, the county, you know, we couldn't have done it without the county support because they're the ones that have to step up. And every, you know, I got to say, we're lucky at the food bank to have our county because they're extremely supportive. They back us up. And when we need something, they try their best to take care of us. So, um, you know, just very, very grateful uh, for everything. But, yeah, if you have the time, please uh, donate your time. Come and um, help us out at the food bank, you know, boxing, packing. Um, you know, cleaning, <laughs> we aware that we're on We're on top of that as much as possible. Um, you know, and just, if you have some extra money, please donate it. Um, we are still not over this, you know, the pandemic, we're still in the purple tier. So please, um, you know, help us out so we can help out the community together. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much it. And Dominique and Erica love you guys very much. Thank you guys always for supporting me personally um through my hard journeys um and never leaving me alone so i'm very grateful for you guys too so um, well i have self-esteem issues and um just to be quite frank i just need to talk to people daily and <laughs> you, can, you answer you don't put me in by voicemail you say 
that night. Nice. <laughs> nice. There's a few people left that still wants to talk to Erica. That's nice. No, you you're always there for us, Anthony. What can I say? It's just like you just don't say no. You need to read the book. Say, just say no. They could write a book. Just say no. Because you never say no. So you just you're just an amazing person. Oh my goodness. No, we love you. And again, if you guys have a box of food, if you may be doing a little pantry cleaning, um, Richard did that with our pantry this last week. Um, you've got some fruit on the trees, vegetables that need to be harvested. It's a great place to drop it off if you have abundance. That's all I got to say. And of course, if there's a couple of bucks, you know, in the bank account that you forgot you had, it's truly a great place to deposit because it truly is going right back into our community. So again, thank you to all those volunteers. Love you. We all love you. Just understand that we, we care and we love and we see you because that's really all anybody wants to do is to be recognized. And we definitely see the love in this community. Dominique. Yeah. I mean, it, the holidays sometimes can be a really hard time for people. And mm-hmm. when you do see someone on the streets who's homeless and if you don't have anything that you can give them, mm-hmm. but look at, look at them, look them in the eye and smile. You're sharing your love. Yeah. So that's awesome. So let's take another little break. It's that time. We've got new commercials. We'll be back with more after these wonderful messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. You know, when we're thinking about thankful, being thankful, the one person on this show that I really need to be most thankful to, I know you're going to think it's you, it's not. It's Dr. D. (laughs) Okay? Don't you like that little segue? Richard Dugan, we really wouldn't have a show without you. And look at that. Everyone's doing the like little thumbs up. I think that's adorable. And I just really want to appreciate you because, man, you've crushed it on the commercials. And I got to say, we have some awesome commercials. When I listen to the show, I get just as excited listening to the rotation of who's new because we rotate them so um, much, you know, throughout the year. And it's just such a joy. And you're really good at it. I mean, it's really important to me, like you and I sat down from the very beginning, say, okay, you know, you own 44 minutes a week. And I'm like, wow. And I never thought about monetizing it for myself personally. And I've always thought about, you know, if we can embrace the community, make those connections, make those connections with the nonprofits, the businesses, giving them a fishing pole so they can catch fish, they'll do better and then give back to the kids. Beautiful. What a, I just, I was just, and it doesn't work without you. So I just want to say thank you. Dominique and I adore you. We love you. I, I, I so look forward to our breakfasts and um, where we get to just, you know, kick back and hang our hats. So we just love you. And thank you so much, Dr. D. We love you. Can, can I ask you, Dr. D, when did you start in radio broadcasting? August 20. Oh, God. August. 
<laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be a simple answer. If Okay. August 29th of 1979, I was 19 years old. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Not very many of the kids listening will know people who've had long-time careers. Most of us change our careers like every five to seven years. So for someone to have a career as long as you, it's a rarity these days. Well, it's not to say that I haven't added to the toolbox uh, over the 40 plus years that I've been doing this. Of late, I've added video editing to the toolbox, which has been uh, initially one uh, tool I didn't want to add. Because as you all know, right. when we do radio, you guys all pile into the studio when we were doing that and we would just start away. We would go, wouldn't have to adjust the lighting and our backgrounds and our hair and our hats and make sure our makeup was just perfect. All that stuff. We just jumped in and did it. And now I have to make sure I'm centered in the camera and I'm just right. And okay, I got the Santa hat on or I could switch to the other one or no hat at all. Or matter of fact, now I wear my hat my regular hat during my interviews when I'm doing them here at the station because there's <laughs> so much shine off the top of my bald head. Um, but I love it. It is, it's so much fun to edit. It really is. It's yeah. such a blast. So um, just adding new things, uh, hoping uh, for uh, some expansion, further expansion in 2021 uh, as we are hurtling towards and i disagree with uh, a lot of people who are saying that 2020 can't leave soon enough uh, because i'm the kind of guy who sees things with the glass half full i see opportunities i mean look at what you folks are now posting the videos of this show onto i don't know if it's your website or youtube wherever you're putting it you weren't doing that before, and now you have a presence. People can see you and experience you even more fully, uh, short of being there in person if we had a studio audience kind of thing. And that's, that's now very cool. Now is a talk show host. That's 20, how I look 2020 at it. has its gifts. You yes. should probably, you know, everybody go around and, and say, what was the gift that 2020 gave them? And that would increase our gratitude. Yeah. I think that um, the interconnectedness that you're talking about, uh, People have found different ways, including meditation, Yes, where we realize we are all connected, whether we're going inside or whether we're going outside with Zoom or, or different ways to chat with people. I'm grateful to 2020 for the expression of interconnectedness. I agree with you. 100%. Well, I, I will add to that. Uh, uh, just I'm just going to throw this out there to what you just said, uh, uh, Dominique, that 2020, in, in addition to being the year of perfect vision from uh, my program, having people go with it. You mentioned that earlier, which we can talk about too. Uh, but I've also expanded that now to the 2020s, the decade of perfect vision. So we're carrying it on for another nine years. But also using this catchphrase, 2020, the year that just keeps on giving. <laughs> but well, so I know it required a lot of patience. Richard, what, what's your gift, Richard, from 2020? My gift was really just just having the the time to to um, to reflect and figure out what it is that I wanted to do going forward. And I think I always knew that that I wanted to to practice health, but all of a sudden, all of these opportunities just kept opening up and and meeting new people and and 
this year I, I have I have an incredible new new family out here who who made it possible for, for all of my my dreams to come true in regards to, to education and um, and you know being able to, to cook every day I mean I'm I'm living in paradise right now and, and it would not have happened if, if we hadn't had this this past year. Yeah, I think you find each other. I think souls are meant to be together mm -hmm. and then you find comfort. And we've been very blessed. We've had a pod and um, we've, we haven't gone outside it. And then it's always very, very welcoming um, to anybody. And like Laura and her friend Anish, what, what did you guys have to um, your benefit for your 2020? Benefits. Yeah. What were your benefits for 2020? You okay. Personally, for me, it was a lot of uh, personal growth like a lot of it. Um, it was forced at first and obviously it was horrible to go through it, but in hindsight, it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, nice. So that, that was it for me. And then a lot of time with my family, which I hadn't gotten in like four years because wow. I was always in the States and I was in Italy instead this year. So yeah. And Italy suffered dramatic closed Lockdowns. downs where you had to have a pass to leave your house. Yeah. You see, yeah. so, but like you said, the benefit was you had a family to be locked in with, a healthy family. Yes, so, a very healthy family. So I have to be thankful for that right. too. Not everybody had it that way. Yeah, definitely. Anish, what about you, sweetie? I love to edit it like the lockdown as an introvert like before this lockdown we had to go to a lab and dot at 10 a.m. we had to be at the lab but now <laughs> from home like yeah <laughs> I can wake up whenever I want <laughs> I can get to work whenever I want so that's the oh, that's yes. the best gift I've ever got yes. so I won't work especially if you're high and I, I, I already uh, you're super super highly intelligent for sure but this way of homeschooling yourself getting going through and getting a phd how beautiful especially if you're kind of like the shy guy like you are it's like people, ah! <laughs> people. <laughs> well it, it's interesting i think a lot of people have experienced that being in charge of when you work and where you work has actually made us more productive for some people. Yeah. Um, and that's a really good thing to figure out is that maybe we have a different sleep schedule and it's better for us to um, do our schoolwork a little bit later in the day and, and we're doing better on our grades and so forth. And then we need to look around our community for the people that are missing out because they're not able to tap into technology. We need to help embrace uh, our community and, and help more people have access to computers. Definitely. Richard. Which one? Oh, <laughs> Sky. 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 <laughs> um, I, I would just like, like to add that, that, um, that this year and also going into the next year. So, so th this year I really learned how to set intentions better. And, you know, there are lots of different ways to do it. Lots of different techniques. Sometimes I've talked about this before. Sometimes it's the stuff going in your head. Sometimes you journal and you, you write it down. Um, there are a lot of different things, but intention setting, especially as we're going into the, into the new year. And as we just had the, the Saturn Jupiter, um, conjunction thing, um, it, it's, it's really, really important. And having all of the time that I had really allowed me to, to go back and be able to figure out, okay, what works when you create intentions and what's not working. So, so going into the new year, when, when you make your intentions, this is my suggestion for, for what worked best for me is you take a piece of paper 
you write them all down and then you look at that paper every day. You don't have to write them every day. You don't have to go through that much work. All you need to do is you need to wait for the moment when you happen to be reading that in your subconscious mind, it happens to be in the perfect open state because that's all it takes is to get that new thought in there. And then all of your actions, everything forward starts to move in a way that leads you to that end result so that you can achieve that, that new goal. Nice. By, by the way, if I may, uh, in looking at that fo- the photographs of the, the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, you know, it's like uh, it was described as like an eighth of an inch between the two of them. But in reality, that's 400 million miles. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Wow. I hope people have had a chance to take a look at it. it it's been happening right at sunset. You look towards the southwest of the sky and you will see jupiter which is closest to us so it's it's brighter and then right next to it you're going to see saturn and the two of them kind of conjunct have made that look like a very bright star and it's been really beautiful to watch but you need to go out right after sunset it gets dark and then you're going to find it in the southwest it's true that's all we're going to do. We've got a great story coming up after these messages. If you've joined us for the first time, please go on our Facebook page and hit like if you missed. Um, uh, we all also are on three other times during the week, and that's 11 o'clock on Tuesday, Sunday at 6, Monday at 3 a.m. So let's take a little break. It's Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and soon to be New Year. We'll see you soon after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Dominique Hackett, my partner, my bestie, you are going to end the show with a story. I was going to say a song, but no, let's do story. We'll do song because uh, she, I didn't even know. There's a bunch of singers here on the show. Christine left, but I, we, we, I didn't know how magical it was with all the holidays um, that they're not over yet with the amount of singing that we do in this house. And you've got pipes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so watch you close this out with the story. <laughs> oh, just real quick. In thinking about the new year and, and coming through 2020, there's, uh, I personally, with I'm grateful for some things, but other things I found rather irritating. And one story that I like to remember when there are things going on that I find are irritating, I think about what happens inside of an oyster. And if you don't know this, the way that an oyster forms a pearl is that a piece of sand 
gets inside the oyster shell and it's very uncomfortable. So what the oyster does when that piece of sand gets in there, just a little grain of sand, it starts to secrete some proteins around that little grain of sand. And those proteins accumulate and accumulate. And after a little while, there's this beautiful pearl that's formed inside of the oyster. So I just want to recommend that as we're making our gratitude list for 2020 of all the things we're grateful, if we do find that there's something that was irritating to us, to try to think of it as that little grain of sand. And what can we do to take that irritating thing and make it into our greatest treasure? I mean, that's the amazing thing about lemons. You can make lemonade, lemon bars, lemon pie, lemon meringue. There's beautiful things that we can make out of the things that we found as our adversary. I love that. And just change your story. Just rewrite it. I've had a lot of, we've all had a little bumps this last year, but when you set your intention and you change the story and look at it, okay, why is this happening? What do you need to learn? And take a different approach on everything instead of taking a position of, angry or being and usually underneath the anger is fear right yeah so if you wash that away and say hey learn learn throw the learn word at turn it into a treasure turn it into treasure and i always you always say this to me too if i get you know if i say something more than three or four times she knows it's starting to gnaw at me she's like well how's that working for you (laughs) (laughs) if it's not working for you that's like you know exactly it's like well well, a she should say i'm tired of hearing it she doesn't say that she goes how's that working for you yeah well we want to be we want to be nonviolent. We want to be nonviolent for ourselves and we want to be nonviolent for our community. We want to create Light. treasures everywhere and Light. have compassion. And this is a season of being light. Yeah, let's end it out. Oh, I wanted to have Richard just close us out, but we can't. I'll let Richard. Happy holidays to, to everybody. And I'll add to the list of languages by saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in, in Irish. Uh, um and uh have a great week everyone that's it we'll see you all next week god bless be the light santa barbara all right eye contact be the light god bless see you next week you're the best, you're the best. You're the best.